it's time for the Ant Hill Show. I'm Ant, of course, and this right here is Jay Hill. What's up, Jay? I'm back. Back <laughs> in a little bit of a different mode. There's going to be less arguing. Less I, me being right, probably, too. Well, less arguing, I think. <laughs> Who knows? Because on the docket for today, NFC West rankings on offense, with the caveat that we have to agree on this. So there's going to be some interesting conversation. We're going to go through each position, rank them for each of the NFC West teams, and then we're going to come to a conclusion on which team has the best offense off of those rankings. Jay, are you excited about this? I am. This is, this is going to be kind of fun to lightly pick each other's brain and occasionally having to defend a thought yeah defending our points uh and, and getting that done and so let's go ahead and let's start out with the quarterback position well let's just get right to it uh who do you think is the the least the, the worst quarterback in the whoever division? the seahawks start either <laughs> either gino or drew lock gino uh, or drew lock and uh, so how we're going to work this is if you're a four uh, you you got four points against you. You won't have the lowest score at the end. Jay's going to be keeping track of these as we go. So I'm not going to disagree with you, whether it's Geno Smith, even though I called him Geno Atkins on a different episode. Uh, <laughs> Geno Smith or uh, Drew Locke. I think either one of those, you have to put them at four yeah, with you. So I, we're going to go ahead and we're going to put Seattle uh, quarterback no, situation. We'll, we'll just if, say, should we just say Drew Locke? Sure, four? sure. We'll yeah. just give Drew Locke and we'll put him as a four. Um, so who would be next on your list? I think this is where it gets interesting because you have Trey Lance, you have Kyler Murray, you have Matthew Stafford. I feel like... Number one's gonna be pretty easy. I I I I I would assume. But two and three get interesting because I, I I like Kyler, but I've seen uh, some things. He's too he's a little too injury prone. Yeah, and I I don't like his intangibles. I don't like the lack of leadership. I I, I don't think he commands the room as well as a starting quarterback should. So and from what we keep hearing out of Santa, Santa Clara, that's stuff that. That Trey's already doing really well, too. Yeah, you know, this one's interesting. You got Kyler, who's already kind of proven who he is, right? I mean, he's, he's definitely talented. He, he's definitely talented. He lives up to the first overall pick uh, billing. The thing is with him, he also, when he's sacked, it, he loses so many yards. He's the he's, number he's one in the He's trying to do too much but all the time. I'm going to go ahead and argue, and I never thought I would say this, in favor of Kyler being too for the mere fact that we just haven't seen Trey Lance do it beyond two games. To me, that's the only point that we can 100% say is why he should be above him. Is As of right now, just the lack of game experience is why. Now, in December, will this change? I 100% I, think it will. And we'll revisit this in December. <laughs> we'll but, come back and see if these are different. As of now, I'm, yeah. Yeah, so Trey's a three, Kyler's two, which means... Matthew Stafford is the number one uh, quarterback in the division. And, you know, I, I think that he proved it last year. Matthew Stafford did a good job. You know, whether we like him or dislike him because he's, he's a good ran. dude. He, he's a good dude. He just plays on the wrong team. Yeah, and lets people fall off stages. But <laughs> other than that, you know, he, he, he is a good dude. So now let's go to the running back position. I'm, I'm, this is the one I'm getting kind of interested in, uh, Jason, because we have some players, you know, on each team. Of course, you have Penny, you have Kenneth Walker, the new draft pick in yep. Seattle, and then they have Chris Carson, of course, who's always hurt. Mr. Uh, Neck injury. 
Penny's always hurt. So they got some injury things going on there. Then you got the Rams with Cam Akers, uh, Daryl Henderson, Kyron Williams. I don't, I'm not really thinking about Jake Funk. Uh, unless he brought the Funk, then he might be able to take him yeah, over the top, right? Bring the Funk on <laughs> a, a nasty dunk. And then you got the Cardinals as James Conner, Daryl Williams, uh, Eno Benjamin, and Keontae Ingram. That's impressive that you, that you actually got that, that name there. That was boom. I was looking at that like, well, how do you say that? Yeah, thing? it's Keontae. Like, like nine vowels in a row. Well, luckily I did coach a kid named Keontae. <laughs> oh, that before, makes sense. So <laughs> it's definitely cheating on my part. So let's get into this and kind of start no ranking this. too there, though. That's, You're right. That's it's just, shocking. It's just one thing. It's, it's nice, actually. It's confusing. Um, which, how are we seeing these running backs? I mean, which room do we think is the worst? Let's start at the worst and kind of work our way up. I, I, the the talent of Penny, because we saw the last six or seven games where he was healthy, he was putting up monster numbers. Like he just was. Yeah. Honors a, a a touchdown guy, but he's not very great in the passing game. He's not supreme. Inside from the twenty to to twenty, and inside the, the ten, he's an absolute horse. So the, I mean that count or something. But I, my gut says because of, of injuries, though it probably should be Seahawks at four again. Yeah, let me let me throw this at you because we know how Cliff handles his running backs. I mean, he wants to run the football, but I really do believe Pete Carroll is going to turn his full attention to running the ball. Oh, it, it's going back to power football, but but they don't have. A Marshawn Lynch, though. No, they got Chris Carson, but he's always hurt. Now, Penny's got the speed, and I do like Kenneth Walker uh, from Michigan State. I think he is a good addition. I think he's going to be a force. Um, I, I think but... it comes down, you know, to because I do like Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. So that's Cam's a stud. Yeah, that's kind of hard stud. for me. So I do think it comes down in three and four. And I mean, we didn't really bring up the Niners. Could the Niners actually be the fourth best running back? No. Group? Okay, good. No. I, I wanted to throw it out no. there and see where you were. Your head. Elijah was is. To me, Elijah is the second best back in the in the entire division. Okay, so and, with, and, and it's I like close, that. but I to me, Cam is the best. And but it's like one and one A out there. Okay, so I'm going to agree with you on Seattle because I think Penny's had the injury issues. Chris Carson's had the injury issues. Uh, even though Pete is going to turn back to the running game, we Damn, don't. Their O line's not that good. Either, no, still either, so. yeah. So we don't know if we're going to get out of Kenneth Walker yet. Um, so let's go ahead and let's put them at four. Uh, after that, now we've got the conversation because you got Arizona that's rocking James Conner and Daryl Williams is their two guys. Eno Benjamin is a third down back. not bad, um, but they're really predicated on the pass. Mm-hmm. And then with Los Angeles, I love Cam Akers, which I, I know you're not surprised that I really like Cam Akers. Uh, but you're right, though. I mean, he's yeah. a stud. I mean, he's a guy who can catch ball in the backfield pretty well and on any given play can go 80. Yeah, uh, he he just can. So the conversation is, uh, Jason. Then who is the third team? The Cardinals. Okay, we're we're in agreement again. Now this is actually going a lot more smooth than I anticipated. <laughs> uh, because I do, I think, even though I think Connor, you know, was a really good back last year, but I think they did lose something. You know, they yeah. lost the back, and I don't think Daryl Williams is going to fill that void wow. from what they lost. So I do think top to bottom. That running, and that's part of it too. It's not just the best running back, but top to bottom, it, I think Arizona is. Do now here comes the the full court. Uh, this is going to be an absolute haymaker of a just choice because you got the Rams versus the 49ers. You got Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson against the 49ers running back room of Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., Tyron Davis Price. I'm a little surprised that the ESPN depth chart has has Davis 
Price as our number two back already. I think they heard when uh, when John Lynch said and Adam Peters said they were looking for a one-two punch, uh, and TDP was that guy. Now, yeah. do I think it's a little a little high? Now, one thing to remember when you're looking at ESPN's depth chart, they even forget players. They don't even have Charles and Minnie listed amongst the defensive linemen. That's true. Um, they don't do a great job. ESPN, call me. I would love to fix this for you. <laughs> uh, you will. You won't have to pay me that sure. much. But I mean, let's let's get this thing right. Uh, but. So I mean the the room overall I, I'm I gotta always remember like okay I, I have my 49er shades on but I gotta realize you know that it, there could be a better room my um and so what are your feelings on this my gut it, 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 it's kind of it's kind of similar to the Trey conversation with Kyler is that the overall depth that we have will be better but but the Rams one two guys are are more proven in our one two guys, so I would probably lean to the Rams. Yeah, as of now, it's interesting because I do think the 49ers run game is going to be significantly better than the Rams. Yes, but I think some of that goes to Kyle and Chris Forrester, you know, and Anthony Lynn, and the way they're going to be able to scheme this up compared to just overall player playing ability. I think we haven't seen Tyron Davis Price yet, even though I'm very excited about him. I like. I watched things. him a lot. I watched him a lot in in the SEC, and he. Yeah, on, on a, an LSU team that that's old line was not the best this year. He still put up some very solid games. And too. people that don't know, Jay Hill's a definite closet LSU fan. Uh, Number so two he, favorite team behind my my sellout USC uh, Trojans. Yeah, wearing your UCLA blue. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically enough. Yeah. On that um, note. So, I mean, I think I could sit here and, and try to argue. I love Elijah Mitchell. I think him and Cam Akers almost wash each other yes. right now. Yeah. Uh, I think Cam is a good player. I think Elijah could end up being better than him, and he might prove it this year. Some of that's playing in the system. But I'm going to go ahead and, and agree with you on this, and let's go that the Rams you know, and Cam Akers What are... about one extra thought, though, is if you include Debo in the run game then, too. See, that, see, that would be where we get interesting. If Debo if is... Debo gets two, three, four carries a, a game, at uh, that point, I'd probably put San Francisco... It, I, I wouldn't even think twice about yeah. it. So we do have to go to number 149ers. I, I think Debo's going to get a couple carries here and there. Yep. I also think Ray-Ray McLeod's going to get a couple carries here and there. I, I could see him being a factor in the Jets' sweep. Yeah, and game Trey Lance as well in yeah. the run game. Which we know Stafford ain't going to run anywhere. Yeah, so because we Except don't know AT&T. how much of a wide back Debo's going to be, I think the 49ers are number one. That's a yeah. great point, yeah. Jason. So the 49ers are the number one uh, running group in the West. I like that. Um, I, I, I can't believe we actually came to an agreement on that. And now we're going to get to the wide receiver position this one's gonna be tough and this one's gonna be rough <laughs> this one could be so let's kind of go through realistically all four of them could go be one yeah i mean you you got a great things going on there in seattle tyler lockett dk metcalf and of course uh eskridge and now bo melton who they got late in the draft yeah. uh, i liked bo melton a little bit out of Rutgers, so that's a good one eskridge has got all that speed uh, then you got the Rams, you know, with Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson. That was a little bit interesting for me they, because, you know, I think Allen Robinson may be a lateral move. I like I like the Robert Woods a lot. Um, not so sure I, I know about this, that one. Woods is a hell of a lot better blocker than 
Robinson is too. So yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is Horse made the same comment. Uh, you know, and and so Robinson I, I, kind of runs away from guys. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Actually, Alex, I think said the same exact thing. Um, I'm not scared of Ben Skoranek, by the way, but no. Van Jefferson. He's a he's a big play guy. Yeah, he's got some ability. And then of course you've got all the wide receivers, everything you could possibly want in Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins, and and they lost it. A pretty good guy too. Yeah, they got Marquise Brown, AJ Green, Rondell Moore, which he's speed he, he on scares speed. me. He scares so, me. Jason, who are we going with number four? I, I see. It's tough because my natural inclination is to also look at the wide receiver room and then look at the the corresponding quarterback. Yeah, too. So if you go that route, you got to put the Seahawks at four. Just, just, just and. Just because they lack quarterback that will help the help Lockett and DK excel. Well, and I'm also looking at you know top to bottom because I mean when you're talking about them, I mean it's Lockett and Metcalf. Eskridge didn't really do a whole lot. I'm not afraid of Freddie Swain. Never have been. <laughs> Bo Melton is young. You know, there's no, there's nothing. You know, nothing to prove that he's going to be anything big yet. Mm. I think the Seahawks are four, and I understand they got Metcalf and Lockett, but how good are Metcalf and Lockett going to be Win. without Russ? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the... we're we're in full agreement on this one, and and now it starts to get hairy because uh, San Francisco sitting here with Debo Samuel, you know, Brandon Ayuk, Jawan Jennings. It sounds nice. Danny Gray and Ray Ray McLeod. Um, that's a pretty good group top to bottom. The problem is, you know, the Rams got Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and Van Jefferson. Those three are great. The other ones I'm not I'm not concerned about Ben Skowernick, Tutu Atwell. No, they're, like not, so they've got three. Their depth. Yeah. They're very top heavy. Now the other thing with the Rams is what's gonna happen with Odell? Is he gonna resign? Or you know, is he gonna go to the Packers or might he even come to us, even I yeah. So I think so we have that, to wait. That for would kind of be interesting to kind of see where he fits in. Hello, December yeah. uh, for Odell. You know what I mean. So maybe you're right. If he was on that roster with the Rams, you know, or they would have found a way to keep Robert Woods, I yeah. think they would have you know been up there. One. Um, I'm my. I, I think my gut is I think Rams at at three. I I'm leaning towards that, and the reason yeah. is I don't you Arizona can't be three. No. Arizona's wide receiver room is just too good. Um, so it's either the 49ers or the Rams at three, and I think top to bottom, the 49ers five are better yep. in totality than the Rams top three. Um, so I think we do go Rams at three. I'm going to say 49ers at two. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we can have a conversation because I think Debo Samuel is one of the best football players in the entire he's league. the 10th best receiver, though. Like, No, I'm, I'm with you. And where's Devontae, even though he's out for, was it Four games or six? Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins has the you know the the part of the part of the season he's going to be out. I believe it was six games. I think. And I, doesn't he come back just like the week before the Niners game on yeah on, on Monday night? I was like, oh, yeah, crap. And they got no. Hollywood Brown, and you know that was a big move. Him, I, him, him as your two is not bad because he had ninety catches last year on the Ravens offense. So. The, the scary thing is, is Hollywood Brown. And Rondell Moore on the field together. can explode. I mean, those dudes two, are fast. Uh, athletic ability. Yep. I I do think Arizona is the number one wide receiver room. Yep. And I I think that the 49ers are, are closer. They're a lot closer than they were last year. Yeah. Um. And, but I just I just don't think they can overtake the Cardinals. I think this is an area where the Cardinals are just a little bit better. That's why having 
three corners is so important. It really is, you know. <laughs> so let's let's talk tight ends now. So we got the tight end position. We we do have a strong tight end group, you know, amongst these uh these teams. I think everyone's kind of good. Of course, we know what we have here in San Francisco with George Kittle. Now, questions behind George Kittle, though. It drops off. Um, you got Tyler Croft, which I did like the signing a lot. I'm it's solid. And then you probably have Charlie Warner. I think those are probably going to be the guys that make it. Dwelly's going to be competing for this team. Um, the one thing I did like about the four yards, there's a lot of depth guys this year that are going to be in c- compete. For Last year, spot. it was just... Michael Pruitt. Yep. Uh, Jordan Matthews was learning the position, but it was just Michael Pruitt, and he was injured. That's why he didn't have a chance. So we Seattle made the trade with Russ, and they got Noah Fant. So they're adding Fant to Will Disley. He's a big-time athlete. Yeah. He's, Noah, a, he's big time. Noah Fant was a nice pickup yeah. from them. Uh, and then you've got, of course, in Los Angeles, Tyler, Tyler Higby. Um, but after him, a bunch he, of... He doesn't really... I mean, he's, he's a nice player, but... To me, he's a guy who's a very a complimentary piece. He's not someone that we're sitting back going, "Oh man, we gotta stop Tyler Higby." You know, like he's oh, we're doubling cup. Oh well, there goes Higby. Oh darn. Okay, fine. Yeah, you know, I think so. Higby's one of those guys that gets kind of lost in the shuffle yeah. sometimes. Yeah, and then of course in Arizona we have Zach Ertz, Trey McBride. Um, that was a nice draft pick, and then Max Williams as well. They are pretty strong at the at the tight end position. Yep. They've got skill players on skill players. Loaded. So, I I mean you the way you talked about the Rams, to me, Rams are four. Tyler Higby to me yeah is not very scary. The Ram, uh, the Seahawks adding Noah Fant to go with Will Disley to me was impressive. Yeah. Um, I think the 49ers have the best tight end in the division. Oh, yeah. George Kittle. It's not close. There. So that right away will keep them out of the fourth spot. But here we go with the third spot. We've got Noah Fant, uh, Noah Fant, Will Disley versus um, Zach Ertz, Max Williams, and Trey McBride, or George Kittle. And uh, let's see who who we want to put in this with George Kittle, uh, because, Charlie Warner, and Tyler Croft. Because Ertz is got a year or two left, I'd say. Right, he 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 still is a, a great re- catcher of the ball, but he's not going to run by anybody anymore. So and. The rookie is a rookie, and I, I think in two years, about the time Ertz is, is done, he, he 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 could easily be a monster. But you, you you have a guy that's at the end, and a guy that's not there yet. To me, I'd put them third. Okay, so that's a, that's a pretty good argument for there. Um, so Ertz's age against him, yeah. Okay, so there there we go. So we're 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 on the right track. I'm still wondering where these 49ers are going to end up being at. Jason, where do you think the 49ers? Are they one or are they two? I mean, th- this is hard. <laughs> this is hard for me to have to say this. It pains me because if anybody remembers face off, you know that, that I'm a Kittle just obsessed guy. Like, I, I don't buy jerseys. I have a, a Kittle <laughs> jersey. Like, I, I love the guy. I, I love everything about him. His, his off-field stuff, he's hilarious. Personality-wise, he's great. On-field, he does everything. He's the heart and soul of the team. Like, But because it's a it's the position, not the player, Disley and Fant is a better combo than, than Kittle and whoever you want to put in there, too. So to me, I, I have to put San Francisco at two. Okay, I'm going to give you a little pushback. Okay, a little ahead. bit. Now, um, I think that Kittle... Croft 
and Charlie Warner as a complete unit might be better than Fant and Will Disley. And Fant is a tremendous athlete. But Fant and Disley together don't equal George Kittle. I think that's part of the problem. I think Fant has tremendous ability, athletic ability. He's going to be a nice power slot guy. He is. And Disley's always been good. He always kills us. But Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Croft is adding something the 49ers haven't had. He's six foot six. He's 250 pounds. He's a proven red zone threat. Um, the things he did in Buffalo with Josh Allen, I mean, he found the end zone a few times. He did. Um, his injuries are an issue, of course, but I think it really could be, you know, a, a, a thing where the Niners are right in the midst of this thing with that group. Now, the third tight end is a problem for both teams because Seattle's rolling with Colby Parkinson. Everyone knows him. Yeah. Hey, household name. Yeah. And Big you know, star. the 49ers are rolling with Charlie Warner. The only thing I have. He's for, a good <laughs> blocking tight end. He is. And at least you have that, right? He and, ain't doing anything else. But what about Jordan Matthews? Do you think Jordan Matthews can even sneak onto this team? I I think it becomes. It, 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 it's all about blocking with Jordan Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. He, as a receiver, he'd be dynamite. He'd be awesome. But. So, okay. So. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to concede to you on this one. Really? But, I, I, I was about to cave to you. Okay. So. <laughs> well, then let's continue the conversation. So, Noah Fant, what have we seen him do in Denver? He, because we, remember, we, he, he has, he has about, about every third, fourth game he pops for six, seven catches. Yeah. 85 yards. But again, it's, it's that same issue of his quarterback. And, Unfortunately, like like it, if he was in our our system, yeah, or if he played with, with the Rams, he he'd be a Pro Bowl caliber guy. Yeah, like he just is so big and he's such a wide catch radius that he he's a nightmare to cover. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I I like him. I do, and I I think but Dis- Drew Lock and Geno Smith though. Once I again, know, I think bad. I think Disley's good. I do think there's going to be a lot of usage for the tight ends this year. Um, in Seattle, it's hard for me to say Fan and Disley are better than Kittle and Croft. Uh, but this, I mean, this is either way. It's, it, it, it's, it, 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 it's like fifty point one forty nine point nine 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 nine. George Kittle's the best. We all know that. But let's give this to Seattle. Right. Um, let's say that their one and two are just a little bit better than because of their second. Uh, we don't know what we're going to get out of Tyler Croft. I do think Croft can be better than Disley. Yeah. Um, but we don't know that yet. And we've we've got to keep it fair. We've we've got to keep it fair. At least until this season begins. Then after yeah. that, yeah, and bits are off. you know what we forgot to do with running backs as well. That I just thought of what? Kyle Uschek. Oh yeah. That should have put the Niners all all the way over the top. At, they were already yeah. one. We went yeah. one. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm looking juice. here yeah. at Nick Bellor being the fullback. For uh, Seattle, and I'm like, okay, Kyle Juszczyk would definitely push. Juszczyk wins that battle, hands down. Yeah, so we'll have to remember that when we have, uh, if anyone comes at us with wondering why we chose the Niners running backs. Now let's get to the offensive line, and this could be one of the most interesting conversations because, boy, is there questions everywhere. Each team. Yeah, each team. The 49ers are going to be rolling with potentially a starting unit that includes Jake Brendel at center. Now, I think Aaron Banks, the rookie, is unproven. He's going to be the left guard. You're going to probably have the same right side, Daniel Brunskill, Mike McGlinchey. But there's a question at center, and there's a question at left guard, no matter how much we think Banks you know, could be that guy. Uh, so I think he that... He has to be that guy. He's like, going to have to be. Yeah. 
There's no if. Like, he has to. Or else. And they got a lot of young depth. Yep. You know what I mean? Guys that can do it. Now, in Seattle, uh, Charles Cross, or, or, you know, Damian Lewis, Kyle Fuller, Gabe Jackson. I, I, I love Gabe Jackson. But he's near the end of his. Yeah. His career too. To, to me, their offensive line is not disaster. not great and not deep at all. No, um, I like Abraham Lucas, but he has not developed. Stone Forsythe is not that guy. Uh, Dakota Shepley, I I remember him from the Niners. Yep, but I like Dakota Shepley, but I I that that Seattle offensive line that's got to be it's scary. Before um, uh, we here here's the Rams. This is the big one. Joe Noteboom um Noteboom. Taking over for a potential Hall of Famer, yeah, like, and and Andrew Whitworth. Andrew think, Whitworth could easily be in Canton. I think that was big. David Edwards, the left guard, of course, the center Brian Allen, He's right guard Bobby Evans, right tackle Rob ex, Havenstein, ex GM of the Giants. What? Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. And then once again, the depth Jeez. is a real question mark for them. Uh, there's there's a lot of things not to like about their depth. Mm-mm. That's not a focus for them. They focus on skill players there in nope. Los Angeles. No, then, no, 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 no first round picks and all, all of the. Now, now we're getting to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals have an interesting offensive line. They do as well. Uh, DJ Humphreys is left left tackle, left guard Justin Pugh, center Rodney Hudson, right guard Will Hernandez, and right tackle Kelvin Beecham. Um, a little bit of depth there. They have a couple of guys. Uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I think their starting group is one of the better ones in the NFC West. Yes. Though. As just a starting five, they'd probably be first. But after that, it drops off big time, though. It really does. And so that's the issue there. We're, we've got to decide who is going to be the third best. I mean, I think there's a huge hole, you know, at left tackle for the Los Angeles Rams. I think that's big. Um, I don't think Arizona is third. I think their starting five is too good to make yeah. them third. I think it comes down to the 49ers and the Rams. Uh, I think you've got Prent Williams makes it a lot better for the 49ers. And I think I, it comes down to the, to the left the tackle, really. And you're talking about having maybe the best player in the whole sport versus yeah, and, Bloom, I think the Rams should be third. Yeah, and take it for what you will, but and a lot of people aren't huge fans of Mike McGlinchey, but knowing you're going to have the same right side of the offensive line, though, continuity. It does help a lot. Um, those two guys together, I think, could be something, you know, and they're really good against the run. Yep. The Warriors are going to be able to run block. They have a lot of young players that show promise. I think the 49ers offensive line is just slightly better than the Rams. I would say the Rams are three. Yep. Uh, so we're in agreement with that. Mm-hmm. So then it comes down to the 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals. And just looking at the Cardinals starting offensive line of DJ Humphreys, Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson, the big one. I mean, He's we're, nice we're going to be rolling with Jake Brendel potentially. And Rodney Hudson is a, is a Multi- pro bowler. Yeah, multi-time. Yeah. And Will Hernandez is a good player. I mean, he's well-seasoned. I think he's probably getting towards the end of his career, but he's still got some ability there. And then Kelvin Beecham is good as well. I think Niners have to be two. I think the Niners are two, and Arizona is one. Yep. Yeah, I, I think so. And so that is now we've went through every position. Now we just have to add this sucker up and and see what happens. And Jay Hill's going to hopefully be able to do math. Normally, Horst is the mathematician on this on this uh, on this channel. So I'm I'm really interested 17. to see what he ends up with. Seattle was a seventeen. Oh, uh, that that's probably not good, but. We'll, We'll see as he goes through it, um, you know, some of the things about the 49ers that 
Niners know, were a 10. Niners were a 10. So a huge difference between how good we feel the position groups are for Seattle and how good they are for the 49ers. 49ers plus 7 in that category. Arizona was also a 10. Also a 10. Wow. Uh, evenly matched, it appears. Oh, interesting. Okay. Jason's very interested in, in the totals. Rams were a 14. Rams were a 14. So according to the numbers, the the team that it has the worst offense in the NFL is it, or I'm sorry, in the NFC West, not the NFL, the NFC West was a Seattle Seahawks scoring a 17. Uh, no real faith in them. The third worst overall was the Los Angeles Rams. Me a bit. That surprises you, but I think the questions about offensive line yep. is something interesting. They were very high in the, the the running back quarterback situation, but when it came to tight end, they struggled. When it when it came to uh, wide receivers, they weren't as high. But they made the moves for Odell Beckham's gone, Robert Woods is gone. So I think that is something that played into it. But then you got Arizona and the 49ers on top, even though they don't have the number one quarterback. Yeah. You know they they don't have the number one wide receiver room. Oh, well, Arizona does, but Arizona uh, it, it's interesting to see how it played out, Jason. Is, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Rams, not the best offense in the NFC West. I would have thought it would have been like a 12, 10, 9, not 10, 10, 14. Like that, like that's a big, big gap from the Rams to us and AZ. Yeah, so interesting. That's that's how it plays out, guys. I mean, that's how it is. Do you agree with our system? You know, do you do you have it going the same way? The 49ers and Cardinals have the best offenses in the NFC West, and then it's the Rams and Seahawks, or do you see it a different way? We want to know from we want to know what you think. Let us know in the comments section what you think about the offensive rankings. Let us know where we got it right, let us know where we got it wrong. Let's have a fun conversation. And if you're from one of the other teams, let us know why yeah, we didn't value should. your team the right way. Um, love to have a conversation with you guys about it. We're just going off what we see, but we know that you guys have some insight into your team as well. So I'm interested in what everyone has to say about it. Yeah, unless you're from Seattle, then your opinion really doesn't matter. Sorry. So, <laughs> just, look, your look, team is trash. Little shots. And the funny part Watch is... Watch college football. There's a lot of really good quarterbacks to see this year. You'll see one of them that you might actually like. The, the funny part is Jason's father is actually a Seattle Seahawks fan. Big time. <laughs> a, a Seattle native, so yes. A Seattle native. Well, thanks everyone for watching the show. This was a really good one. We're going to be coming back with a new one real soon because we're going to get into the NFC West rankings on the defensive side of the ball. So I hope you're ready for that. But until the next time, have a good one. We'll catch you later.